Seat Geeks. Oh, yes. It's the return. Friday morning, backdoor cover. Hit the high point. Let's go. What's Gucci, fam? It's backdoor cover. Returning to actually sort of talk sports. Pretty exciting times. I am Micah. This is Brad. Hello, Bradley. Hello, Micah. What's good, my brother? Uh, you know, nothing really, but we've got basketball back, sort of. So that's good. Got basketball back. Got all sorts of things happening. Got golf coming back next week. I said it was yeah, coming like this week, but I was wrong. It hurt real bad. You got stuff to gamble on now, so that's good. Mm. Um, Guess what? What's that? I texted Peter the Irish guy last night. We're gonna do yeah. a uh, we're gonna do a gambling special next week on the PGA coming back, so it's gonna be a good one. Oh, that's exciting! On the buttercut, probably released a little clip of it here on on backdoor cover too. Maybe I get can't miss Mitch. Um, yeah, could be good. Anything's better than nothing, right? Anything's better than what we've had lately. I think there's no question. How you no like that? I hijacked your promotion of Mind of Micah for Buttercut. Oh well, now that you're mentioning Mind Ooh. of Micah. Uh, you didn't hit the sound effect, but I'm not mad. It's cool. I don't care. Whatever. Um, that's fine. Hey, here on uh, Backdoor Cover, earlier this week on Monday, you could listen to me and Coach Bobby break down the Lance Armstrong documentary, Lance. We went long form on that. So if you're interested in that, if you watched it, if you haven't watched it yet, I would suggest you watch it, listen to the podcast. Uh, we enjoyed doing that. Uh, and uh, on Mind of Micah this week, I talked about everything that's going on in the world. Lovely. I, uh, I'm you know, looking forward I mean, to that Lance one. I would say that nobody really cares uh, about what I have to say, which is probably fair, but at least some of you subscribe to a podcast called Mind of Micah, so it seems only reasonable that I tell you what's on my mind. And that's uh, that's what I did this week. So check that out, Mind of Micah, available wherever podcasts are found. I'm adding both that one and the, uh, the Lance Armstrong one to my queue. That's coming up next in my listening stuff. That's huge. Well, thank you. That means the world to me. Because I care and, about what's uh, on the mind of Micah. Well, that means a lot. You know? It means a lot. We got very personal. It was it was quite good. Uh, hey, you can get personal with us. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Call that hotline. Ask us a question. Uh, ask us a question about anything. Ask me a personal question. I'll answer it on Mind of Micah. Ask us a question about sports. Give us a hot take. You know, whatever you want to do. Uh, should we go straight to the hotline before we get into some of the news? Let's, I think we let's do. Let's go to the hotline. Let's you got that thing queued up? Yeah, you ready? Hit that. Micah, Brad, what's up, guys? This is uh, Chris from California. Hey, man. What's up, Chris? So I'm a huge Eagles fan, right? Grew up just loving to watch them play and stuff. And I've seen them once when they came down to L.A. to play the Rams. I think it was like two years ago. And it was great time, great experience, right? So every time they come to California now, I'm trying to go watch them. And this year, they're coming down uh, to play the 49ers. And I was thinking about just taking a trip up there, inviting all my friends, get a hotel and stuff, because it's close to my birthday. So I was going to make a little you know, celebration and everything. But it's like right in the beginning of October, and I don't know if it's worth it to buy the tickets right now, because I don't, I don't even think they're going to have fans there, which totally sucks, man. Like, I was so excited. I look forward to this every year. And I don't know what to do. You think it's worth buying tickets and then just maybe get a refund or just, you know, tell myself just not to hype it all up because it's probably not going to happen, man. So I don't know. But 
just wanted your guys' opinions on that. I mean, like, you know, it's, it sucks when you can't go see your favorite team. So just wanted to throw that out there. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Good call. Well, first of all, thank you for the call. Chris uh, from Cali, call, appreciate you. Yeah, 800-392-6344. Uh, where do you want to start on this one, Brad? I got a couple of different thoughts here, and I hate to lead you guys astray, but my my personal opinion in the way that I'm approaching just about everything right now is to go ahead and plan on like it's going to happen, and if I got to get refunded later, so be it or or whatever. But yeah, we're uh, every like including our wedding and stuff. We've got a wedding planned it in, in uh, we rescheduled it from May to August. So that's kind of the stance I'm taking on this is go for it and. If it happens, maybe you're getting it at a discounted rate or something. I don't know if what the rates are like right now on whatever Ticket City or SeatGeek or whatever. But uh, that's my thought. What do you think? No, you're not buying these tickets. No, nah, because California, boys, right? Yeah, your boys aren't going from Philly to Cali. Nobody's Cali has like the most stringent uh, rules, right? Yeah. If if we if we have football, or we're going to have football. But the NFL is not going to have, especially in California, isn't going to have many people in the seats, if any. Uh, Texas, uh, effective, I believe, yesterday, can now have up to 50% capacity at sporting events. So, uh, But that's way ahead of the curve compared to other states, especially California. Uh, I wouldn't pay for these tickets. Yeah, I mean... Because the maybe... NFL will do everything they can not to, not to refund you either. Oh, like, really? They... they I mean, come on. This is the NFL. They're going to find a way to... You're not getting that cash back. You might be able to get a, a credit or something else. I just don't see but that I don't want the ticket providers, out. though. They'll You can always refund it or get uh, credits or whatever, like on SeatGeek or one of those guys or whatever. Yeah, but uh, if you're, if you're expecting a bunch of your buddies to get on an airplane from Philly to California to go to a football game, I just don't see that happening. In October? I don't know. I have yeah. no. Obviously, I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, but... I mean, I think the the goal is just hope that the uh, the bars are open and you go hit the Eagles bar. Well, Chris, watch the game you there. should know that Micah Chris. is a uh, pessimist and I'm an optimist, so that's why you're getting two uh, sides of the coin here. I'm buying tickets if I'm you. All right, well, Let's you're party. wild. I love it. I just I I think it's gonna be uh it's a it's a hard ask to get your boys on an airplane uh to come uh, to California. Although I you know if I lived in Philly, I'd like to come to California. In October, it's a no great shit. idea. I feel bad for this dude. That it would be a fun trip. Like I know some dudes in New York, and they're Jets fans. And every year they, they go, go to, to Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah. They're just like the Jets are probably going to go two and fourteen or two and fifteen this year, whatever. But it, and Miami may be the worst team in the league. But we're going to go to Miami for the weekend because that's a good excuse to go to Miami. It's just like and in so, Texas uh, how we find an excuse to leave in the summertime because it's so brutally hot. We'll go somewhere where it's not so humid and hot that's kind of like a something we would do if you're in philly i'm sure it's just miserably cold in october you dust off those tank tops and head to cali that sounds good to me uh but yeah i just i don't know i mean if they do allow pe people in the seats like who knows how many people are going to let are they only going to let season ticket holders in that's why i, I say I buy don't know early if, if you're going to buy yeah but i don't know if single game tickets are available i don't know how that works i at this point i don't know if that's something that they're that they're selling or not. I just, uh, I have a hard, uh, I don't know. I'd be skeptical this year. I, I'm certainly skeptical, but I side on optimism. Anyways, right. good call, Chris. Appreciate you. Yeah, we like it. Call that hotline, 800-392-6344.
Uh, let's run through some headlines, then we'll talk about hoops because that's what Brad and I care about oh, most. Wait, wait, one more thing. If you go to San Francisco, Yank Sing is a dim sum restaurant that is incredible. So go check that out if you do go. Santa Clara is pretty far from there, but I assume they'd stay in San Francisco <laughs> or, or Oakland or whatever. Yeah. All right, onward. Uh, that sounds dope, though. I, I would like to, to eat some dim sum, although I don't know if you're going to be able to eat dim sum anymore. Cause That's like, a good point. That is a, uh, a risky buffets proposition. Buffets seem to be... Uh, or buffet-type situations like a dim sum. Like, I don't think you're going to be able to roll around carts and just hand out dumplings to people. You know you know what I'm really worried about? Tell me. There's a, a restaurant down by my house called Buffet Palace. Ooh. And it's a giant Chinese buffet. What are you worried I, about? You're not going there. I know you. You're too uppity for that. I mean, my point is, how does, how does, how does the owner of Buffet Palace, uh, you know, do they just change their name to The Palace? Hmm. I don't think people are going to be dying to eat at, at buffets. That's, that's a, a good it's a challenge. That's it's a whole business that's ruined. Buffet Palace. They've got good TVs dun, or dun, good TV dun, commercials. They do have a good jingle. Buffet Palace, Asian Cafe or something. What's like the be- the best around? Whatever. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, something buffet like that. Palace, the best buffet. That's, that's what it. it is. That is it. It is the best buffet. You know the the last time I went there, I was in high school, and we di- uh, we dined and dashed. Oh, you are scum! And then uh, the guy who we did it with, he uh, like peeled out, and he we ended up in a, a cul-de-sac next to the. Uh, <laughs> That's not a to good the restaurant, route. so we just had to kind of just turn around and drive away. Were you in like a, a jacked up '90s Bronco, like an OJ Bronco? Were you in your nah, OJ we were, Bronco? We were in somebody else's uh, like. You drove. I, I, I don't know. You drove an OJ Bronco, didn't you? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was ninety six. It was bad boy <laughs> shit. <laughs> all right, onward, you uh, scumbag. All right. Well, so tough break to the the folks at Buffet Palace. Uh, l- let's talk some sports. Uh, we'll get to the NBA because that's that's the big news that matters to us. Uh, things are coming back though. Hockey, uh, soccer. If anyone cares about that. Uh, NASCAR is, has been racing, and now they, they're having their first race this week on the road. They had a bunch of races all in one location. Now they're headed to Texas this weekend. At the Texas uh, Motor Speedway? Texas Motor Speedway, yes. That place no, is no, supposed no, to be a party. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. If anybody uh, over there is listening, I would like to participate. I don't. Would you think show up if you got tickets for this weekend? I mean, if they were really at 25% capacity and that thing seats like 150,000, you're telling me I'm going to be one of like 40,000 people in there? Maybe. You can I think, count on I think people wearing 25% of sleeves because there's a lot of cutoffs <laughs> up in that audience, boy. That's going to be like 1,000 degrees this weekend. That that would be hot. Uh, yeah, see, I, 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 the logistics of this, how do I get tanked at a NASCAR race and then get uh, back to a back to a hotel if ubers are, are limited i just don't know i don't know how this works i haven't haven't been drunk in public in in uh, like a record amount of time that's so. probably a good thing for you it's probably good uh, it's good for my bank account I, indeed you know just the amount of money we've saved on ubers the last three months is starting to add up in a significant way uh but anyway let's talk about some other stuff okay. uh obviously we'll we'll go and i'll give the disclaimer that you know Things are crazy in our country at the moment. And if you want to hear more about how I feel about the whole thing, you can go listen to Mind of Micah. That that wasn't meant as a cheap plug, but we're just going to kind of press on. Do you want to talk about the racism in sports or the uh, racial issues going on in sports? Let's mm-hmm. let's knock that out of the way here. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, Jake Fromm, your boy, uh, apparently 
has apologized for a text that was leaked. Uh, he is now a rookie with the Buffalo Bills, and he said something like, "Only." Uh, let's see. Here's the quote. I, oh, it's a text from 2019 that was posted to Twitter. Uh, Fromm wrote, "But guns are good, or but no guns are good. They need to let me get suppressors before adding. Just make sure they." make them very expensive so only elite white people can have them. Ha ha. What? What's a suppressor? I don't know, but uh, apparently he referred to himself as an elite white person, which is interesting that now he's on the Bills and the other quarterback, uh, what's the dude's name from Wyoming? Uh, Their starter uh, had some uh, weird insensitive tweets before, uh, racially insensitive tweets before he went there too. Anyway. Uh, from left school early and was only drafted in the fifth round. What a fool. What a fool. You know what he's not elite at? Throwing the deep ball. Really anything. Uh, this probably is going to cost him a lot of money from State Farm commercials, which I'm sure would have come at some point. The kid's name Allen, right? The quarterback there? Why am I blanking? Yeah, yeah, Josh Dude, Allen. It's been so long we've, since we've talked about football, I can barely remember names at this point. Yeah, That's Josh true. Allen. Josh Allen. Well, Jake from Buffalo, uh, not great. Mm, he he just killed his uh, State Farm sponsorship, right? Yeah, there. I think so. Speaking of people that might have killed future opportunities, Drew Brees, who before, like a, a month or two ago, or a couple months ago, whatever, uh, came to an agreement with NBC Sports to be like one of their top play-by-play guys as soon as he retires. Yeah. Um, he's not good at doing PR, you don't saying the so, right huh? things. Yeah, no, I mean, he I certainly don't. didn't say the right thing in this situation. But no, he didn't. He went did an interview with Yahoo Finance as to why he's doing that, and talked about how uh, he can't agree with anyone who kneels for the flag, uh, kneels during the national anthem, and that his you know his grandfather's fought in uh, in wars for this country and all these things, and then he'll never never uh, you know he can't stand with people that take a knee. Uh, and disrespect the flag and the country. You know, uh, I think that this had kind of came full circle, and obviously it was terrible timing and a bad thing to say, but it opened up discourse between himself and his teammates. It sounds like they kind of came around to an agreement, and he's obviously walked back those statements. But, I mean, there's a bunch of tough conversations that are happening right now, and it none of these insensitive comments are ever going to be considered good. But if the outcome is a a calculated and intelligent discourse about why, and then you come out with a different, you know, perspective on things and understanding a little bit more about where people are coming from. I think there's some benefit to that. So, I mean, it's just a really dark time, but if, if these really high, high pressure situations where emotions are super high, everything's very polarizing. There's, if you go on Instagram, like any of these posts, the comments are just so all over the place with people who have differing, differing, vastly differing opinions. And it's scary and it's, it's kind of, it's very uncomfortable, but hopefully some of these people like making these statements are hearing other people's statements and kind of getting a better sense of why, why they are so differently, their opinions differ so much. And I mean, I think that there can be some, some positive things there. Um, We're a long way from it, but that's kind of my, my take on the situation. Hmm. Perhaps. Uh, he said some some stuff that wasn't great, that was pretty easily, uh, I won't say debunked, but, you know. It was tone deaf. Prob- it was tone deaf at, you know, at best and 
foolish at worst, I guess. He then issued a written apology via Instagram, which was to me almost worse because it didn't it was one of those I apologize if I offended anyone apologies, not yeah. I apologize for what I do. If there's a qualifier a, after you apologize, if then you you are not apologizing correctly. Yeah, if that makes or, sense. And Especially it was like, in this I apologize for upsetting people instead of saying like I apologize if, for saying the wrong thing or if yeah. you know, it like it was just it wasn't perfect. And then he did a video apology that night. He also has now met with the Saints uh, virtually, uh, at one point, Michael Thomas uh, kind of blasted him on Twitter after the the first statement, and then now he said we're all good now. And Michael Thomas know. is not shy on on uh, the social medias. Didn't he just get in a tiff with one of the defensive backs a couple months ago, and they were going back and forth oh, yeah. at each other? Yeah, that was fun. That was yeah. fun. Um, but anyway, we'll see what happens. I don't want to get too into Drew Brees. I will shout out uh, Robert Latal over at Black Sports Online, who we've had on this podcast. Our guy. Uh, He's the goat, and I, I I don't want to burst every. I don't want to do this because Drew Brees went to Westlake. He's you know I I've he's a local like, hero here in Austin. He's, but. he's a local guy, and he's done a lot of great things for the city of New Orleans post Katrina. It's indisputable, and and took some leadership roles. He's also kind of just maybe not the smartest guy. He's been uh, associated with something called Advocare, which is a pyramid scheme for like twenty five years. <laughs> which which mostly uh, steals money from poor people and claims that people are going to get rich. Like Drew Brees How is like is he the advocate. Oh, he's been like the number one cheerleader for Advocare for years and years and years and years. Oh, he's the head of the pyramid? Uh, yeah, yeah. He might be actually making millions Oh, the of base, because you want to be the bottom where it trickles down. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't know exactly how that works. I think you, it goes up. I don't know how the pyramid <laughs> scheme works. I think you want to be the top, though. Oh, and, that's right, because uh, then the bottom's like, there's 30 people on the bottom, there's one at the top, 30 goes up to one. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, we're, this anyway, is not Drew an Brees economics been, podcast. And then he also, Robert Latal reminded us, I, don't, I, I, I sort of remember this story that Drew Brees like, got robbed of a lot of like jewelry. Yeah. But the way that Robert Latal says it, like he was, he got scammed by the scammers because he was... He ran some sort of like scam where people bought sort of <laughs> fake jewelry and then he got it stolen. Like it was that's it a hell of a lot of scamming sketchy. going on. Yeah, exactly. Like he was like he got scammed by the scammers, and then also like within the last six months he was endorsing some uh, some Christian uh, athletic group that had uh, or it might not have been athletic. It was like bring Bibles to to school day, and the people in charge of this group were like. Acted like one of their two or three mission statements was just to eradicate gays or something along those lines. Oh it was boy. very, it was not not good. And then he also, I remember, put out a like, uh, I don't see what the problem is, and I'm sorry if I offended anyone. Another one of those bad statements. So, it this is it, more and more evidence that he that's just unintelligent. Like you need to know who you're getting in bed with before you do something like that, right? Correct. Like it doesn't seem yes. like he's the type of person who would uh, volunteer to side with somebody who wants to eradicate a people. Uh, I would hope no one does, but you know what I mean? Like that it, I would think that that's more of a ignorance or a not understanding of the situation than it is a purposeful, whatever. Uh, yeah. But it, it's uh, my point. And, and really Robert's point was that this is sort of there's there. He, this guy's got a track record of sort of like not being aware of the things that he's supporting. Uh, to a certain mm-hmm. extent, but 
whatever. I'm not trying to, to bash the dude, but uh, not a great look. We'll say that. Hopefully, you know, the guy's a great football player. I, I also, I'm not sure that he's going to be a great announcer. I'll just say that. I've you never, like, so? actually, I mean, I, he, I'm sure he'll, he'll be, I'm sure he's great at knowing about the game of football. He's certainly logged enough mic time with all of their post-game pressers and all these different things, but yeah, if but Jason Witten is any indication, that doesn't necessarily mean a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever remember, uh, and you could say the same thing for Jason Witten, uh, Drew Brees saying anything interesting, anything <laughs> memorable in any way? Like, I just don't... Like, his uh, his pregame hype-up chant things are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. I just I, I think he, he's more Jason Witten than Tony Romo, potentially. Ooh. We could be wrong. I've just never heard him say anything funny or interesting or insightful or uh anything. But well, hopefully I mean, he leaves the situation a little more enlightened and Yeah, and maybe you know, the best thing the he goal can do here, is get right? back on the football field and, you know, lead his team and listen and you know, the the statement you know, the overarching theme here is that I I think I don't want to sound like too much of a bleeding heart here, but at this point, I think people are coming to an understanding that uh, while Colin Kaepernick, not a perfect messenger, and someone who said some, some in my mind, stupid things about uh, Cuba and Fidel Castro and stuff of that nature while he was in Miami, uh, mm-hmm. people now understand why this guy was taking a knee, if they didn't understand already. And, and the bigger point, which Drew Brees totally missed on, uh, I think in the minds of most, is that these protests weren't about the military. They're not about the armed forces. They're not about your grandfather or the the black soldiers that your grandfather fought with or disrespecting the flag or anything like that. It's about what Colin Kaepernick, you know, stood for, which was racial justice. And I, I you know, I've said before on this podcast and others that I, I, I never really, Colin Kaepernick, uh, while not a, perfect messenger uh, was a flawed messenger because he, he never went to a mainstream media source and explained exactly what he was doing and why he was doing it. He always tried to, to go in places, you know, trying to, to go on his social media or other places. He never kind of came out and, and to me, he wasn't clear enough on what he was trying to accomplish yeah, in some ways. And um, my one argument with that is it's the fact that it's not so practiced makes it feel more genuine. Like, if that makes sense, like, he's not a public speaker, he's not a politician, he's just making the statement, and, yeah, he's had missteps, and he says things that are incorrect, and nobody's perfect, man. Everybody's got flawed thoughts and flawed uh, opinions, and sometimes you, when you get that large of a medium or whatever, when you have gathered that much attention and it's such a polarizing topic, you could you could misstep, and it's real easy, and... Once you've made one misstep, it really is magnified because of how polarizing the topic is. And so, yeah, my my whole thing is obviously there is a problem. Obviously, there, people, there needed to be change, and now there's discourse, and people, maybe they're not, you know, this is going to be a long process, but at least we are working towards a understanding and a more enlightened approach to this whole thing. Yes, I would agree. Is that fair? And uh, I think it is. So there's, that's that's the majority of this stuff. The other uh, headline is that the Texas State basketball coach, mm-hmm. uh, used mi- yes, the Bobcats, uh, used many racist remarks. His former players say, uh, Danny Caspar is his name, uh, former Bobcats guard, 
who's now a our former Bobcats card, uh, tweeted that uh, Gaspar told a roster of predominantly black players to chase that chicken when he wanted them to run faster and told players who didn't exceed a 2.2 GPA that they would end up working at Popeye's. Uh, let's see. He also said that Caspar wanted players to speed up. The coach told him they would run faster if a brown man in a turban and an AK-47 entered the gym. Wow. So uh, apparently this guy's got like a uh, long history of being at least racially insensitive and uh, perhaps racist. So that's... Uh, it's probably not good for Bobby Caspar, whoever he is. He really had some pain points in multiple different cultures. Yeah, he's going after everybody. At least he's an equal opportunity offender. Um, but that's uh, that's sort of the, the headlines today. I'm sure there's a lot more coming um, as people are leaking text and doing all sorts of stuff. Um, Alabama, an ex-Alabama gymnast says that she faced racism on her own gymnast team. Um so, you know, this I mean, is I think the point here is that to, everybody to has experienced this in some form, shape or fashion, and some are much worse than others. But the, the conversation is being had. So it's a it's positive in my mind, even though it's such a dark time, if that makes sense. Well, it's it's all happening. But let's talk about something that's not as dark. Let's in do fact, that. it's quite happy. The most wonderful place. on What do they call the happiest place on Earth? What, what is Disney? I'm not a Disney person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The most wonderful on place on earth. Why, uh, why don't you quit botching their their slogan and tell us what you're getting at here? NBA, well, baby. The NBA is headed to Walt Disney World. Is it Disney World or Disneyland? I think it's Disney World in Florida. It's the one in Florida. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Oklahoma State's basketball men's basketball program is now on three years probation and banned from the postseason Ooh. for this upcoming season. What'd they do? Uh, Penalties result from a violation involving former associate head coach Lamont Evans, who was sentenced in June 2019 to three months in prison for accepting between $18,000 and $22,000 in bribes to steer players from South Carolina to Oklahoma State to certain agents and financial advisors. Mm. He also got a 10-year show-cause penalty. Sucks that they they, uh, put that on an entire program, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So let's get back to uh, Bugs Bunny. Let's get to to yeah the pro basketball um, at the uh, at Walt, so twenty two teams are in the I believe it's nine teams in the East and what does that mean thirteen well, what is twenty two yeah thirteen I, in the West that's is right is it thirteen that sounds right yeah the 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 rule of thumb was that teams within six games of the eight seed would be in that's why there's more teams in the west or from the west than the east um the the teams any teams that are within four games of the eight seed at the end of all teams will now play eight games any team that's within four games of the eight seed will then be eligible for a play-in sort of tournament it's basically like there will you basically have to win three games in a row to get in, or it, one or I think it's two or three games to win so it, to go in. I think what it is is the team that's in the eighth spot has to win one game to proceed, and the team that's in the ninth spot has to win two games to get into the play. Yeah, I think they got to win sense. back to back, something like that. Something like that. We'll see. And it, if there's more than two teams that are in the race, I don't know how exactly it rolls out, but I'm sure they're releasing information. I mean, it, w- it was announced Wednesday, right? 
Well, it was announced Thursday was the Board of Governors, which is what they call the owners now, uh, <laughs> voted yesterday, 29 to 1. I think it's my understanding that like the NBA, everything that I read, like they will not be, they wouldn't have done this unless they had the agreement of the players union. It's not like mm-hmm. baseball where baseball is fighting the union, the owners back and forth publicly. Right. Uh, so this is going to happen. It's uh, end my, of July, right? Like July 31st or something? Yeah, let's see. Um, my understanding is that since there are, each team will play eight games, I, I think it, that means there's 88 additional games. Is that, I, I don't know what the number is, but it's We're going not to mathematicians make, here, but It's yeah. going to make up an additional $300 million in revenue to the players. Ooh. So that's the reason this will happen. So essentially, players, if there were no additional games and they just started the playoffs, players on average would lose about 40% of their season income. So they would only get paid 60%. This way, they'll get paid 90%. So that's That's why you're having eight additional games. Eight seems like a lot to me. 22 teams seems like a lot to me. It's weird. Uh, The season will begin July 31st in Orlando, assuming all goes according to plan. Uh, There will be like a three-week period where the teams are in Florida before they play their first game. So there is a built-in quarantine time, perhaps two weeks and then a week. Uh, the teams will also play. There will be like a, a either a one-week or two-week training camp at their facilities before they mm. go to to Florida. Uh, the Each team will play eight regular season seeding games, as they're called, with a possible play-in tournament. So there's not necessarily – there's a chance there would be no play-in tournament – and in the East, it seems likely there will be no play-in tournament. Right, because um, the teams in the East are so far out Because it's only it. Washington uh, is the only team. So the tournament will include the eight and nine teams in each conference. If the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth, in that case, the nine seed would need to beat the eight seed twice in order to earn the playoff berth, while the eight would only need one win from the two potential games. So... Um, Confusing, but not that confusing. Once it gets yeah, started, we'll it's, get it. You'll follow it it's whenever it weird. starts happening. Yeah, it's weird, but basically what we'll essentially, you know, perhaps we'll have two additional playoff games, basically. And Fingers uh, crossed. That'll be dope. It says the tentative uh, start date here is uh, Friday, July 31st. Yeah, July 31st. The league has also offered its dates for the draft lottery for the end of the season. Uh, the, the last game possible day for the finals would be October 12th and then the new season would likely start December 1st which would be kind of a quick turnaround but would yeah the lottery awesome. gets a little bit sticky because there are teams that aren't playing at all and there are teams that are playing that sh- if they were like if Washington was to lose all eight games like they have I read that, that they have frozen that so that so, so like if the you're out of the odds, playoffs you're stuck in your spot but the, if you yes. get into the playoffs, then it will af- influence your, your lottery No, spot. I read so, that the lot- lottery odds are just stuck. Uh, that'd be odd, though, wouldn't it? Because like if, you w- if like, say, Washington goes up, rips off like an eight-game win streak, sneaks into the playoffs, and whatever, they, they bounce whoever the eighth seed is in, in the East, uh, Orlando or whoever it is, shouldn't Orlando have a better spot in the lottery in that instance because they did not make the playoffs while— yes. They should. So that's I, just odd. I don't know exactly how this. I is bet they're still work, working. But maybe it's that out. they can't. They can't um, go below. Like if they went zero and eight, they yeah. can't go up. Like, in the like there's a there's a basement that is frozen mm-hmm. of the teams that didn't get in, and then after that, there's you know some some leeway. I would imagine that's how they end up doing this. But interesting. The, re- 
regular season will have five to six or possibly seven games per day, which will be awesome. Oh, it was uh, so awesome. I mean, it's just going to be like March Madness every day. There will be four hours between games on each individual court to accommodate overtimes, cleanings, and warm-ups. The league will be using three courts in the complex for games. Uh, there are three different facilities there. Uh, the eight-game regular season format, each team is expected to play one back-to-back. The NBA is expected to be aggressive in moving updates to start playoff series when the previous round series come to an end. And the finals is expected to include games every other day. Uh, the NBA froze lottery odds projections based on records when the season was suspended March 11th. The 14 teams in the lottery will include the eight left out of the season's uh, wait, will include the eight left out in the season's resumption in Orlando, and the six participate in that restart but don't qualify for the playoffs. So there you go. if you that fall, if you're in the playoffs now but you fall out, you will then be in the lottery. Yeah, and the reason why I'm really excited about this is because there's so many teams that are bunched up in the middle, especially in the East. Like, this is going to be competitive, like, playoff-caliber basketball with the 76ers, Indiana's at 30. Both of them have 39 wins. Miami's got 41. Boston's got 43. So, like, the the three through six are really anybody's game. Like, like that's a, that'll be some serious competition there. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that part. I think it. it's three through seven in the, in the West are separated Brooklyn's, by like one game. Brooklyn's at 30 wins while Philadelphia oh, at 39. Well, in, so they're in way the West off is it. very close though. The West. Yeah. I mean, you look at here, like the Clippers are at 44 wins. Denver's at 43. Utah's at 41. Oklahoma city's at 40. Houston's at 40. Dallas is at 40 as a seven seed. That's, that's where you're talking. Mm-hmm. And then Memphis is at 32, but there's also New Orleans at 28, Portland at 29 wins, and Memphis at 32. So, I mean, damn, Sacramento's at 28, San Antonio's at 27. Like, all these teams are within reach. The Suns are in this at, with 26 wins. They, they, you know, they're pretty far out of it. Like, there's almost no chance they make it. But, it's yeah, it's going to be some competitive basketball. It's not just going to be regular season-style basketball, I would imagine. So, I'm really pumped about it. It's going to be fun. Uh, players will be allowed players and coaches will be allowed to play golf and eat at outdoor restaurants. That's uh, big. But they need to maintain social distancing. How? What do you think those tea times are going to be like? I don't know how many golf courses they have at Disney, but can you imagine for some like LeBron and <laughs> Chris Paul and like these dudes, how much money is going to be going back and forth with these guys? I like, cannot imagine LeBron James fitting into a golf cart. I well, just don't know that that's possible. Yeah, I don't know if LeBron plays golf, but. You know, there's going to be some. I, I imagine there's going to be some legendary golf stories coming out of this. Um, uni, NBA planning to have uniform daily testing within the campus environment. That they don't want to call it a bubble; they call it a campus. If a player tests uh, positive, the league's intent would be to remove that player from the team to quarantine and receive treatment individually, and hmm. continue to test other members as they play on. Uh, employees at the resort will have to maintain similar protocols. No staff will be allowed into the players' rooms and hallways will be carefully managed to avoid crowding. That's according to Ramona Shelburne at ESPN. Okay. So, uh, 22 is weird. The, the, the setup's a little weird, but I don't care. I'm, I'm in. There's going to be games on all damn day, every day, and uh, I'm excited. I couldn't ask for more. I really couldn't. Like, I, I understand the criticisms of this setup, but I just don't care. I'm ready to see... This is going to be so awesome. It doesn't even matter to me. Yeah. I mean, I, it's different than the way that I would do it. 
but uh, same. Who, who I like. I really like the idea of pool play. I thought that would be really really fun, but like yeah, almost like World Cupish kind of. I would have done twenty. I would have done twenty teams. I mean, if you want to do twenty two, you could do twenty two, and I would have used it as an excuse to seed one through sixteen. I would have taken the seven and eight seeds in both leagues, in both conferences, and dumped them into the pool play. So you'd have one yeah. through six would be playing for for seeding, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven would in each conference would then be like in a round robin, and you do like pool play there or something like that. And, yeah, it'd uh, just be difficult to get to fair get pools. You know what I mean? Like it would be tough to get a fair outcome, especially for Milwaukee and Los Angeles, the Lakers. I mean. With, but, with what their position is the number no one that's piece. true the, I mean the, yeah. the real the biggest winner of this whole thing is Milwaukee I think I uh, agree because now if you went one through 16 they would have to face the Clippers and the Lakers yeah and now they won't have to do that well the um, other biggest winner in my opinion is the Clippers because if they faced Los Angeles I mean that's essentially a seven games on the road in that true. series so yeah, like the, that's the old that's home big court that disadvantage at, uh, exactly they would be the it would be a much more yeah i think this is a much more advantageous setup for the, for the clippers obviously but um yeah milwaukee the clippers even the lakers really uh the one seeds and then the clippers i think came out really cleanly here yeah and i you know i know that memphis has had a great season and people are going to complain that, but the way that they now i don't think it's bad for them Statist- a lot of statistical models they had the worst they had the hardest schedule down the stretch yes. and uh, New Orleans had the easiest, so a lot of the statistical models had New Orleans catching them for that eighth playoff spot uh, with, what, 16, 18 games remaining. Mm-hmm. This way, you know, worst-case scenario, probably, under under n- most circumstances, they're going to end up eighth or ninth, and, you know, they're going to have to play, and they're probably going to finish eighth. Uh, it, it seems unlikely they're going to fall to ninth as long as they, you know, don't go 0-8. and eight. And then in that chance, they're going to have two games to win, one to make the playoffs. It seems fair to me. So, um, you know, it's probably not perfect, but I like it. I'm excited, and I'm ready to, to see some basketball again. Yeah, the other thing that's worth noting is Portland's coming back into this uh, right off the lead here. What Where's their seating? I think that they're like maybe two, three games back from um, – let me open this up here – from the Grizzlies and – They've had some really big time injuries that people are returning from. I think Nurkic is back, and I think mm-hmm. Zach Collins is back. They're going to be a dramatically different team than they were when we left off in March. And so, I'm curious. Like they they could come back and just be a, a powerhouse and just blow their way right into the playoffs. So we'll see. Uh, the Grizzlies have their work cut out for them. Certainly. The other interesting thing is uh, Boston has the Grizzlies pick for the upcoming draft, but it's top six protected. So if they f- if if the Grizzlies fall out of the playoffs, I believe that gives them a much higher likelihood of of getting a top six pick, and then you know th- there's some implications on. I that can't side even to... start to think about that <laughs> it's because a, yeah, if it's, it's a a, if it's if it is a top six pick, then it rolls over. If it is, it, yeah, exactly. And then I mean, it's unpro- cares? and then there is it's unprotected in uh, t- whatever 2022. So for for uh, Boston, so. I'm sure Nobody that seems to think this for. is going to be a great draft, but who knows? They'll probably be better next year anyway. Mm-hmm. Memphis seems like a, a team on the rise. So uh, Memphis really needs to win. That's what the, this comes down to. I'm looking forward Anyways, to it. That's all that matters. I, I'm so pumped, man. 
And, you think they're uh, going to have a big Mickey Mouse in the middle of the court? Oh, this is going to be the most hardcore. Uh, you think it's going to be shameless device. Disney promo? Oh my God! Especially the games on ABC and ESPN. I wonder Just, when they're planning on dropping Space Jam. Is that Disney? I keep on getting confused here because Bugs Bunny is, is Bugs Bunny Disney. He's, yeah, that's Disney. I, I think. Okay. I don't, I don't even know actually, but I mean that would be the perfect time to release that movie, right? Yeah, Bugs playing, Bunny. I think. I, who knows? I, well, <laughs> who gives a shit? It's a good thing that that's we Mickey don't know, Mouse. actually. Yeah, that's Warner Brothers. I think, but Dis- I think Disney owns everything. They own Star Wars. I mean, I don't know enough about those nerds, but you know that's a thing. <laughs> Anyways, onward. All right, I think that's it. That's it for today's that's it for the NBA. the The other sport that is the most important thing going on in the world right now is Top Chef. Ooh, and Brad that's and at least I competition. Been, Brad and I have been breaking down every episode of Top Chef except for the last one. We're one behind, but we're gonna we're about to double it up with a double episode here in a minute uh, that will be on Mind of Micah this afternoon. So mm. if you're into and and next week is the finale. So if you want to get caught up, it's a good show I think to it's binge. Two more. Well, it's a two part finale. Okay, I got you. I think some shit. I I don't know. You never know. It's always the most dramatic season, and it's <laughs> they they talk like it's the Bachelor on the most dramatic season ever, every day. So, who knows what happens? Um, but that said, check out that on Mind of Micah, and uh, yeah, get some culture in your life. Yeah, that's it. I got nothing else, Brad. You got anything else? No, oh, this has been fantastic, my brother. I appreciate this. I enjoyed it. We need to do this more often. Let me get you a little playout music. Yeah, we'll do some more sports in the future. You know, we've been talking about documentaries and shit mostly, but we're back to some real sports. What? It looks like it's happening. Are you going to watch the uh, Bruce Lee documentary on Sunday? Man, I'm out. I mean, I may watch it. I don't know. Who's to say? I mean, I'm just looking for content, fam. All right. <laughs> Till next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>